0: Hello, this is Father Michael Eads from the Toronto Oratory, and you're listening to Lexio et Oratio, a short spiritual reading podcast, followed by a reflection. The Life of St. Philip Neri by Antonio Galonio, Section 13, Chapter 155. He predicts the future. On the twenty second of July, Father Desiderio Consolvi of the Order of St. Dominic fell into a severe illness. This was followed by a dangerous fever to which succeeded a delirium. He lay ill in bed, overcome by his suffering, and without hope of recovery. If he were to believe the doctors while he was approaching his end. Philip was called out to Father Francesco Bencini, who was also seriously ill, though not to the extent that the doctors despaired of him. But Philip at once said, he will not recover from this illness. And then on visiting Father Desiderio, he repeated, Bencini will die of this present illness. To continue, He had hardly reached Desiderio's room when the patient came to his senses and was so delighted at seeing Philip that he thought he was already cured. He was not wrong in this opinion. Philip laid his hands on him and said, be confident. You will be well very soon. It did not take long. The patient realized that he had been delivered from his delirium and lethargy, and that the remaining fever was passing off. Thus, he was called back to life from the midst of death, and his friends began to call him Lazarus Revived, instead of Desiderio. Even now, a few people still call him by that nickname. The doctor, Giovanni Comparotti, who was tending both patients, saw the result of Philip's prophecy and began to revere him more and more as a friend of God. He confirmed that Father Desiderio had been restored to health when the holy man prayed for him and added that he was most impressed that Father Bencini had died, although the doctors had not at all given up hope for him. Whereas Father Consolvi, who was considered by all as good as dead, had made a full recovery from his disease against all medical opinion. In the name of the Father, and the Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen. Angels of God, our guardians, dear, to whom God's love commits us here, ever this day be at our side, to light and guard, to rule and guide. Amen. Most sacred heart of Jesus, teacher of teachers, have mercy on us. Saint Philip Neri, gentle guide of youth, flower of purity, vessel of the Holy Ghost, pray for us. In the name of the Father and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Father Colonio is very aware of the teaching of Saint Thomas Aquinas about prophecy and about miracles. And he's very interested in this book of trying to show the world that Saint Philip had these gifts of prophecy and miracles and other charismatic graces. Why? Because charismatic graces are given for the common good of the church, And they are often given as a sign that someone who does these things is very holy. And he's trying in this book to show people that St. Philip is a saint. He's working towards Philip's beatification. He's working to give evidence that a wonderful saint had been given in his time. So where does prophecy come from? Well, it's all over the Old Testament. We're here in the season of Advent and we're reading the prophets of the Old Testament. The prophets are the ones who were given knowledge that's very difficult to obtain. Knowledge that's proper to God. Knowledge especially about future events. But in general, things that are difficult to know. But prophecy is not just in the Old Testament. We have the prophets But all through St. Paul's writings, he speaks about prophets. In In the first letter of the Corinthians, chapter 12, he speaks about various charismatic gifts of the Holy Spirit. The word of wisdom, the word of knowledge, the word of faith. Miracles, healings, prophecy, discernment of spirits, tongues. interpretation of tongues all of those gifts are said to be from the one and the same spirit for the building up of the church and if we need special gifts to persuade others of the truth wisdom word of knowledge word of faith to convince people about the gospel these are special gifts given to people We also need to confirm the gospel, to proclaim the gospel in an intelligent way, but also to confirm it. What does that mean? Well, we cannot prove the gospel like in a mathematical way. We can't prove it by philosophy. We can't prove it by science, that the one we're getting ready to celebrate his birth is God from God, light from light, true God from true God. That cannot be proven in a scientific, mathematical, philosophical way. We can create arguments, we can create evidence, but it rests on faith. It rests on believing those who were first eyewitnesses and those who have handed it down, believing the word of another, believing above all the word of the church. But how do we know, how do people know that this messenger is from God? Therefore, if you can't prove the truth of what they're saying, well, we need signs that prove, confirm the message. Isn't that what Jesus said? Go and proclaim the gospel to every creature, he said in Mark's gospel. And I will be with you confirming what you say. The Lord was there confirming how? By prophecy, by miracles, by healings by discernment of spirits, in other words, knowing things, prophecy, that only God could know. And the best doctors of the day thought Desideria would die, and they thought that Father Bencini would not die. That's what all medical opinion thought. And St. Philip did not just guess. He wasn't just saying, well, all the experts think that the raptors are going to win. But I think, you know, i got a hunch that they're going to lose. No, it wasn't that. Philip said for sure. No, Bencini's going to die. Is it Darius going get better? He had a certainty about that. How? Because he had this gift of prophecy. The Lord revealed to him things that very few other people knew. And the doctor, Dr. Camperotti, therefore was convinced that he was a friend of God. You see, that charismatic grace is a sign that this man is close to God. It's exactly what Dr. Camperati realized, that Philip had this special gift from God, and God was with him. And so we have to pray that the church will not only be orthodox, we need that, of course we need that, the church will not only have beautiful liturgy that reflects the fullness of the mystery of god as best we can we need that we also need the church to be faithful to her mission and looking after the poor being prayerful all of that we have to have we have to be dedicated to looking after each other to the common to the fellowship and that's what saint Luke talks about the Acts of the Apostles. The early church dedicated itself to the teaching of the apostles, to the fellowship, to the breaking of the bread of the Eucharist, and to the prayers. Those are the four things the church has to have to be the church. But if the church is going to proclaim the gospel and to persuade people and to draw other people to us, we have to pray that these charismatic graces will be alive in the church. We pray that prophecy will be raised up not prophecy necessarily about the end of the world and all those kinds of things that that garner a lot of attention on the internet no prophecy about the real things of god knowing the things of god the things that really can help people and we need to pray that people will have discernment of spirits and we even need to pray that god could raise up miracle workers like philip raising someone back to life like almost like lazarus so these special gifts from the Holy Spirit are something we can continue to pray for. For if the church is going to fulfill her mission, she has to have these. We should not poo-poo them. We should not make fun of them. But tonight, we pray for that. Why? Because God tells us to pray. Ask and you will receive. Seek and you will find. Knock and we'll be open to you. Even more important than those gifts, though, is what? Being a friend of God. And how do you become a friend of God? By charity, divine love. And after St. Paul talks, 1 Corinthians chapter 12, about those seven charismatic gifts, what does he say? I will show you a higher way, 1 Corinthians 13. And that higher way is divine love. Come, Holy Spirit, make us friends of God. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.